Content warning. This episode of Podfeels contains discussion of suicidal intent and transphobia. Listener discretion is advised. My name is June Egbert, and now I know I'm human. But will my friends see it the same way? So, let me get this straight. There's a place outside not just our universe, but every other universe as well. A place that only you have access to. And in that place, there's a semi-omnipotent and vaguely humanoid presence which seems to contain the absolute being of every person you have ever met. And that presence turned out to be your gender, which split off from you in your adolescence as part of the compartmentalization you underwent, while sequestered in the deepest caverns of your metaphorical closet. After the aforementioned bifurcation, said gender inherited its semi-omnipotence as an unintended side effect of your retcon ability. Its existence as a symbolic splitting of your identity, given literal form as a cosmic artifact of your unfathomable and unconditional power over existential viability. Then, a few days after Jade disabused you of the notion that you were destined to atomize yourself and irreparably sever the fact of your existence from canon, and you instead decided you wanted to live your best life, your previously established semi-omnipotent gender accosted you in the form of Vriska Circuit, with the explicit purpose of dragging you, kicking and screaming, out of the closet. And now, you and your... Mind Vriska have psychologically synthesized into a new person who is a girl whose name is June Egbert. Did I get all of that right? More or less. (laughs) Pretty weird, huh? Pretty weird, yes. That's definitely a way to put it. We're sitting in Rose's living room, which is crowded wall-to-wall with a concerned gaggle of friends. Every single person here is looking at me like I'm crazy, and I guess I can't blame them. I might think I was crazy too, if I was anyone else but me. I know how it sounds. You're probably thinking that I'm off my rocker and that this is a cry for help or a psychotic episode or some other vaguely ableist explanation, but you've got to believe me when I say that I have never felt this kind of clarity before. I feel good. Great even. I'm glad to hear that, Ja. June. But do you understand why we might be a little skeptical? Yeah, I I mean, I, I get it. It's a big change and it's pretty sudden. I definitely wasn't expecting it either. But it's also, like, a good thing? Maybe the best thing. And I feel like you guys should be, I don't know, happier about it? Rose clears her throat and takes one of her unlabeled orange pills. After choking it down, she spares a fleeting glance at Jade, who hesitantly shrugs. Her ears are pushed back against her head, shoulders bunched up tight, tail between her legs. Wow, furry body language is really easy to read. She might as well be screaming, John, I'm worried about you! at the top of her lungs. 
But I don't exactly need anthropomorphic billboard signs to see the worried skepticism playing on everyone's faces. I see it in Kanaya's squint, and the way Jake is white knuckle squeezing his own fingers. Karkat's chewing on his sweater, desperately trying not to say whatever he's literally chomping at the bit to say. Even Jane's here now, frantically juggling important business stuff on her phone despite her transparent distraction. And Dave is just scratching his head and staring at the floor. I don't like that. I'm starting to worry this might not go as smoothly as I expected. It's not that we aren't happy for you, June. It's just... It's fucking bullshit is what it is. Dave, that isn't helpful. Oh, oops. Sorry. My bad. Hey, remember that time our good buddy John fucked off from Suicide Watch and sent us all into a collective panic frenzy trying to find him? But it turned out he was just taking a nap under a magic tree so he could go on a spirit journey to reunite with his gender. Wow, it feels like it was just yesterday, huh? Wait, sorry, my mistake. It was literally two hours ago. Suicide Watch? I look at Rose just in time to catch a tiny grimace. Like she just got caught with her hand in the cookie jar. Except instead of cookies, it's lies. Is that what this was? Not in such direct terms. We just wanted to make sure you were safe. So, when I said I was going to try to go home, and you encouraged me to keep sleeping on your couch, would you have stopped me if I tried to leave? We weren't sure if... Based on all the evidence Jade provided us, despite your newfound equilibrium, we had no choice but to assume you might still be a risk to yourself. This was never a judgment on your character. Tumultuous emotional episodes are often followed by aftershocks. It's just good practice to be prepared for the worst-case scenario. So, wait. Are you thinking this might be the worst-case scenario? Please try to see it from our point of view. You have to admit that it stretches believability. How often does a closeted transgender person just wake up with a new identity, nary a single doubt on their mind about who they are? And I'll be honest, in all the years I've known you, you never showed any signs of being in the closet. Gay? Maybe. But trans, I don't see it. Wow, that's definitely a thing you just said. I'm not saying that you're just going through some kind of stress-related fugue and falling prey to hallucinatory phantasms. I am not saying that. But what you're saying doesn't make sense, even for the kinds of things we have been through. I am... We are concerned. Wow. Okay. Look, I get being surprised. I still have a lot of questions about me myself. Which is exactly why it really fucking irks me that instead of joining me in this bizarre adventure of gender discovery, gen discoventure, if you will, you're all acting like a bunch of judgmental creeps! It is immediately clear that this outburst has not helped my case. I feel an impulse to capitulate, to apologize. It's the muscle memory of someone who didn't know enough about themselves to really fight back. <laughs> right, chaps, I think we can all agree that tensions are getting a bit high. Obviously, our friend has gone through something as money as it was taxing, and as such, this might not be the most ideal circumstance for an Inquisition. So, why don't we all cheer up, go get some alt, and reconvene at a later date? Yeah, that's one plan for sure. Dave, now is not the time. Oh, sorry, didn't realize I was the one bringing down the mood. 
Here I was thinking Vriska Egbert over here got that particular train rolling by calling us creeps with their outside voice. What's your fucking problem, Dave? I don't know, man. It feels like my best friend just did an acrobatic fucking pirouette off the handle straight into the deep end while flipping me the most spiteful of birds the whole way down. Maybe I'm kind of pissed that you're acting like a different person now and you expect me to be cool with that. Like, I've been standing here for the last 20 minutes listening to your clown shoes Vriskakin fantasy, trying to figure out where the fucking prank is. Not to mention, you left me hanging when I thought you were about to off yourself. So that's, you know, pretty righteously inconsiderate. You're right. It was inconsiderate. I'm sorry. There, are you happy now? Damn, that was one Vriska-ass apology. At least you're staying in character. Character? Do you think I'm putting on a show for you? What can I possibly gain from a pointless prank like that? Believe me, Strider, I really would rather be just about anywhere else than in this fucking room right now, but I feel bad for making you all worry about me. I owed you an explanation, but I don't owe you another apology, and I definitely don't owe you the patience to sit here and let you interrogate my fucking identity! I know who I am, and if you don't like it, you can all get fucked! Oh. Cool. Peace out, then. I'm sorry, June. I, I don't know what the unholy fuck this is about. I, I uh... <laughs> You're valid and I support you and I'm sorry I didn't say so sooner. Sheesh, this sucks. I have already stayed a lot longer than I should have, but I just want to say, John- June! June, right. My apologies, that's gonna take some getting used to. I just wanted to say that if you decide to pursue any sort of medical route and require the use of feminizing pharmaceuticals, please do let me know. Oh, uh, thank you? Jane, don't you think that might be a bit premature? Well, I suppose that's her choice, isn't it? <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me... I scratch my head as we all watch her go. Two steps forward, one step back, I guess? <sighs> this is not going how I wanted it to. Oh, yeah? I thought we could have a calm discussion about this and just talk about it like adults. Clearly, I misjudged the gravity of the situation. Oh, you misjudged. Yeah, I'd say that about fits the bill, all things considered. Can you at least acknowledge that my concerns are justified? You aren't acting like yourself. For all any of us know, you've been possessed by a dark cosmic entity that's intent on corrupting your mind and using you for nefarious ends. And it's not as if Vriska was known for her charitable and compassionate nature anyway. Even your own personal best-case scenario doesn't bode well for you. Maybe... We should do what Jake suggested, and table this conversation for another day. Yes! Jolly good! I concur! Rose... I... Am I starting to cry again? I thought you would be excited about this. Oh god, I'm starting to cry again. I look over at Jade, hoping for some support, but she looks like a dog in headlights. Scared. Stuck in indecision. What is this? 
There's no decision to make, Jade. You're my sister. And if that's not enough, you're a furry. You should get this. I'm pleading her with my eyes, but she refuses to meet my gaze. It's so... So... infuriating. As the tempest tears off of me and through the room, Jade finally looks at me. But that's all she does. Honestly, Rose, of all people, I thought you would be on board for this! How many years have you been picking my brain apart trying to diagnose me with whatever fucking personality disorder you read about that day? This is a goddamn Freudian goldmine, and I was so excited to let you go to town on me! Acting like myself? You don't even know who I am! Maybe I'm pushing back all rude-like because I finally have something to fight for! I, I didn't mean- It must really piss you off that all your years of psychoanalysis still failed to see this coming. But obviously, if it doesn't make sense to you, then there's gotta be something wrong with me, right? That's not- Also, also, even if I was an unwitting host for some nefarious eldritch presence, what difference would it make? That shit happened to you and you came back just fine! But of course you came out unscathed because you're always in control. Always on top of things. Always so right and so ready for everything! Not like me. How can I possibly withstand that kind of pressure? I'm just adult stumbling my way through life like a tumbleweed. Poor John thinks he's a girl now. It must be pathological. Better interrogate him in front of everyone he knows because we all know that he can't know himself as well as I do! Hey, here's a fun thought experiment to add to your fucking routine. What if you're just wrong? Rose looks shaken. Kanaya has a hand on her shoulder, gripping harder than is probably comfortable. She's looking at me like I just attacked her wife. Which... I guess I kind of did. There's that muscle memory again, begging me to grovel and apologize for saying what I said. But the thing is... The thing is... I'm fucking right! I probably could have handled myself with a cooler head, but the fact remains that her personal wokeness blind spots are not my responsibility. Kanaya can glare at me all she likes. I won't apologize. When I look at Jade, I see her crouching at the base of the wall, head buried in her knees. What's wrong with you, Jade? Why aren't you standing next to me right now? You said you'd always fight for me. Rose opens her mouth to speak, but she's trembling. I don't think I've ever seen her look as lost as she does right now. (laughs) Is it bad that I take just a hint of pleasure from the knowledge that she's feeling the way I used to feel all the time? June. I... Yo, congrats, egg bitch! Ella May, yo! Guess you brought champagne in! Sorry you were late. When we saw your messages, obviously we came running. We brought mild libations to celebrate the occasion. I try to stay off the sauce, but if you think I'm gonna miss getting blasted with the fucking new girl on the squad... Uh, is the party over, or...? The two of them look around the room, suddenly very aware of their complete misjudgment of what this event was apparently supposed to be. I glance back at Rose and the others, and I just... I feel tired. I think I'm done with this. I was just about to leave, actually. Oh. 
Oh, why don't we go back to our place and continue the festivities there, hmm? Wow, that sounds pleasant as fuck. Let's go! Is, uh, is everything okay? She looks back and forth between me and Rose. Peachy keen, as they probably like to say somewhere. Let's go! June Blake! It's nice to see you, June. Congratulations. Girl, are you okay? Oh, yeah. I'm so okay, it's criminal. Here, let me carry some of those. Really? It's no big. I can just void them. Like, who gives a shit? But, uh, if it makes you feel better, then yeah, these fuckers are heavy. Thank you. Wow, you sound really diff somehow. I dig it. Yes, you've clearly matured a lot in a very short span of time. Yeah, don't let Rose hear that. Or Dave. Or fucking anyone, I guess. Because to them, I'm clearly not in control of my faculties. I'm a fucking baby for how mature they think I am. Junie, uh, what the fuck happened back there? Before I can answer, there's a telltale pop from just behind us. And there stands Jade, looking really fucked up. I stop walking as she approaches. Her face is freshly covered in tears. She looks flushed, sad, angry. Like she just got done screaming at the top of her lungs. June, I'm sorry. Oh yeah? That's neat. By the way, thanks for having my back in there. Really goddamn cool knowing you're in my corner. I'm sorry. I know I screwed up, but please just listen for a minute. I tried so hard to say something, but I just felt paralyzed. I was so scared for you this morning, and unlike literally everyone else in that room, I knew what your face looked like when you started to disappear. You were so sad, and so resigned to giving up, and I just... I kept thinking, what if he backslides? What if he- Shit! Sorry, she. What if she has another moment of weakness and no one's around to talk her down? What if she disappears and we just never hear from her again? What if I forgot she ever existed at all? All these what-ifs bouncing around in my brain every time I checked in with Rose and Kanaya to make sure you were okay. So when I saw the text saying they didn't know where you went, I thought I knew what I would do in that situation, but I just froze. I couldn't figure out why. Eventually, I shook out of it when Dave told us where you were, but then it happened again today. I kept trying to shake myself out of it, but I just couldn't. And I realized it's because if you wanted to do something really stupid, I couldn't possibly hope to stop you. I can appreciate that. I guess. But I really needed your help today. I know. I know! But I was still so scared for this morning, and I saw everyone else air their doubts, and I kept thinking, are they right? Maybe they're right. What if they're right? Wouldn't that risk be worth it if it meant keeping you here? Is it okay to keep you living if it means you hate everyone? I don't know. I didn't have an answer. But then you left anyway, and I felt like a fucking idiot! What the fuck was I doing in there just standing around while the people who were supposed to be your friends poked and prodded my sister like a gosh dang science experiment? I'm so, 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 so sorry, June. <laughs> you seem really happy. 
I saw it, even though you mostly spent the morning shouting at the top of your lungs. I don't know. I love you. You're my friend and my sister, and I love you so much, and I just want you to be safe. I'm sorry I let you down. Please forgive me. Jade. Jade. I love you too. But... All I have ever been is safe. Mm -hmm. I'm... I am so tired of safety. Being alive doesn't matter if all you do is hide in your room and wait. And that's been me for as long as I can remember. Maybe that's all of us, I don't know. But for me, right here, right now, I don't want to be safe. And, and honestly, no, I, I don't forgive you. June. Because it's not my job to forgive you. I want you in my life, but right now I just... <sighs> Nearly everybody I thought I could trust let me down this morning. On the day I probably needed them most. And that includes you. June, I'm so I sorry! I want your apology! She takes a step back and I can practically feel her guilt. <laughs> Once again, the dog ears help. A part of me really wants to hug her. She's the last person on Earth Sea I want to hurt right now. But she doesn't know me like she thought she did. None of them do. And neither do I. Then... What do you want? I don't know. I want to get drunk. Uh... You done with all the, uh... Angst and shits? For now. Cool. Then let's get out of the middle of the street and go tie one or more the fuck on. I don't know that I care over much for alcohol, but I would certainly like to be somewhere that isn't where we are right now. Yeah, that'd be pretty great, TBH. Jade. <laughs> God damn it. Dang, you really burning bridges today, huh? Whatevs, Junie. Let's split. Oh, wait. Is it cool if I call you that? <sighs> Honestly? It's fucking amazing. Podfields, Episode 4, Bittersweet June. Directed by Dare Cascado at dare0451.tumblr.com Assistant Director... Fender Jess at FenderJess.tumblr.com My name's Jess, and I voice June. You can find me on Tumblr at FenderJess. My name is May, I play Rose, and you can find me on Tumblr at Laika-SYS. My name is Derek Escado, and I played Jade Harley. You can find me at Dare0451.tumblr.com I'm Jay, or SixLokage1, and I play Dave. You can find me online at various places linked from my personal website, Sixy.name. That is S-I-X-Y dot name. Hi, my name's Leo, and I played Kanaya. We're the Fractals, and we voiced Jake English. Hey, I'm Hunter M. I voice Carcat in this dub. You can find me at Hunter M Comics on Twitter. Howdy, I'm Stagelights, and I voice Jane Crocker. I'm Friska of the Hadle System, and I voice Friska. 
You can find me at Pataphysiker on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host, and Shrek.club. My name is Ashlyn Harley. I voice Roxy Lalonde. You can find me at gleamingmoonlight.neocities.org. Hi, my name's Vita, and I played Calliope. Producers. Derek Cascado, Fender Jess, The Hadle System, Julia Floyd, who you can find at twitter.com slash engineerjulia, and Stage Lights. Audio editors. Ashlyn Harley, Derek Cascado, Julia Floyd, and Stage Lights. Music in order of appearance is Sometimes I Call Andrew Hussey Andy and So Far He Hasn't Corrected Me by James Roach from Pester Quest Volume 1, Next to Me by Ash Taylor from I Dreamed of Feeling Better Volume 1, Pumpkin Party in See Hitler's Water Apocalypse by Malcolm Brown from Homestuck Volume 9, Next to Me Podfeels Cut by Ash Taylor, and June by DJ Terezi from I Dreamed of Feeling Better Volume 1, which you can hear playing now. Adaptational Writers Ashlyn Harley, Derek Cascado, Fender Jess, Julia Floyd, and Paravelix. Paravelix can be found at at paravelix at shrike.club. Podfeels adapted from Godfeels by Sarah Zedek. You can find Godfeels at archiveofourown.org slash series slash 147 58519, and you can find Sarah Zedig at hms-no-fun.tumblr.com. Godfeels, based on Homestuck by Andrew Hussey. Video versions of these episodes are published simultaneously to YouTube with additional elements such as text scrolls, character art, original backgrounds, and more. These videos are edited by Eclipse, who you can find at twitter.com slash egberteclipse. These videos also feature original art by Aisling Driver, Fender Jess, and Venus. You can find Aisling Driver at twitch.tv slash crystaldriver and Venus at twitter.com slash flowervenus. This episode's background was made by Venus. Additional cast and crew links can be found in the description. For inquiries or to get involved in the project, contact me at dare0451.tumblr.com Twitter.com slash dare0451, podfeels.tumblr.com, or Twitter.com slash podfeels. Thank you for listening, and look forward to more.